Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank, obviously. Ryan is taking a break and he's asked me to come in and to guest host and I was very happy to do so. Love Ryan and his family and so grateful that they get this opportunity to relax. I don't know if Ryan is going to be back tomorrow. I think he is. I don't know if he's going to be back, but (laughs) I'm not going to be here, you guys, but I'll be out there with all of you. So that's fine. But you guys, We are still going strong with the Daily Coffee Chat. And I am so excited and relaxed to have our next guest, Sherry Chester, who all of you know, who I know you love. I absolutely love and adore my dear friend, Sherry. Sherry, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Daily Coffee Chat. How are you? Hey, hey, energetic Esther. I am so glad to be here. I am doing well. I'm looking at fall leaves sitting out here on the porch and just decided that I would have my morning coffee chat with you right here. (laughs) Well, it looks beautiful. I'm so glad you are with It is super rainy and dreary today in Alabama. So it's like, so today is like our big fall event at our church and we woke up and it's storming and I'm like no I'm waiting to see if Kevin's gonna call and give us some bad news (laughs) oh well we can reschedule but (laughs) Sherry I'm so glad you are here today because I wanted us to end off super strong and just to encourage people you are a dynamic woman in ministry We, we know you know, you worked in the church for many years. We know that you have, you are an amazing author. I, th- I think everything else in between that I'm not naming, you are. <laughs> so we just need for you to impart your wisdom on us today. So I want to ask you questions. Okay. Since you are such a dynamic, I look up to you, Sherry. You are such a dynamic woman Aww. in the ministry. <laughs> so... We want to know, you have been this woman in children's ministry really for a while now. So over the years, can you just tell us uh, just about that journey? How has that been being a woman in ministry, in children's ministry? How's that been for you? Okay, well, Esther, it really started out when I was a preteen before that was a word back then. (laughs) So I started out as a preteen in bus ministry and puppet ministry and and fell in love with working with children. Even when I was still a child, that has carried on all through my adult years. So I've worked with from uh, the cradle up to uh, 21 and have enjoyed it all. Every time I think I know my favorite age group, another one comes in and I'm like, oh, they're my favorites too. So it's just such great fun investing in any child at any age because they have so many opportunities before them and we just get to pour into them and they soak it up like a sponge. It's great. I know I, I love I love pouring in the kids. I, I'm with you with the different age group because I fall in love with every age group under the sun. I'm like, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love the youth. I love the older kids. But I'm like, oh, but I got to go back to my babies. <laughs> my babies need me. Absolutely. 100%. So to, to lead, Sherry, 
requires confidence. This is something that we don't all have initially, but I know that you know it requires confidence. How did you develop confidence over the years? Okay, Esther, typically I would not be saying these first few things that come to mind when you ask such a question, but with it being COVID, I think it's probably pretty fair to say, you know, you get up and you do the essential things. You you shower and you get dressed and you wear something that you feel really good in. Yeah. And then you make sure that you do those real basic things. And I think part of confidence comes in the word bears repeating multiple times, prepare, prepare, <laughs> prepare. Because if you're not prepared, then you're going yeah. to be insecure and you're not going to be able to do things really well. So I think preparation outside of just taking care of yourself, preparation is a really fundamental step for building confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I like, I'm with you on the getting dressed in something that you feel good in. Oh, I mean, just, and even, I love how you said a shower, you know, like even for me as a mom with young children, running around COVID-19 season hit and it was like complete guys here I'm not used to that I'm like what is the kids were here I'm like since March and it was crazy but I remember the one thing I said if I really want to set my day off right I am going to take a shower and I remember every time I got out of the shower I would say to myself these kids can't take this shower away from me now <laughs> that's so great that's so great and I, I think after some of those just real fundamental things, I think we need to just close the door on negative thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, because the enemy will send all kinds of ridiculous, absurd things our way. And we have a choice whether we accept those or not. So I think we have to be very deliberate in what we think about and what yeah. we say. And then building confidence, I, I think it also has a lot to do with just standing tall yeah. smiling, being willing to be helpful to other people, yeah. building confidence. I'll tell you, Esther, another great way. If you get in a slump, I have found this to be so true over and over, and I've really had to practice it in this recent transitional move to Tennessee. If you have procrastinated something, get that puppy out. And as my husband, my late husband would say, get her done. <laughs> get her done. Uh, because when you complete something that you have procrastinated it makes you feel really good and once again it builds your confidence and I think uh, another thing Esther that uh, men and women alike just need to do we need to set small goals yeah. so many times we set these ginormous goals of oh I'm going to lose 50 pounds in six weeks or you know these just yeah you can't do I'm that. I'm going to clean out the work <laughs> in two hours when it's going to take two weeks at church because you've let it go for you know, nine months. So those are not really practical goals, but I'll spend 20 minutes a day, Yeah. you know, cleaning out the closet at church yeah. where all the supplies are, or, you know, I'll spend 20 minutes a day reading. I think when we have those small successful wins, yeah. that's what builds confidence. Um, absolutely. Hey, you guys, if you are listening and you get nothing else out of today, get this in honor of Maxie, get her done. If you got stuff you know you need to do, get her done. <laughs> I love it, I love it, Sherry. Okay, so you have this 
this strong passion and commitment to helping women. I know you have it. You've helped me. You're awesome. I know you're helping so many different women who are out there. So talk to me about why, why this? I mean, we, the other day we were just talking about, um, we had Daria Brown on here and she was, you know, talking about her ministry, specifically to girls. I said, why girls? There's so many other people that you can reach. Why, why this, Sherry? Speak to our audience about that. Because women are such givers that they put, they typically put everyone else before themselves. Mm -hmm. And then women get so drained that all of a sudden they don't realize that they have nothing left to give because they've not refueled. And so I think the purpose of ministering to women, equipping women in both ministry and the workplace is to say, hey, there are some fundamental things that we can do really well that are going to be great for yourself and really help you help others better. And so I I want to see women make it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. You know, the burnout is just uh, too much. You see women that say, I'm too tired, I'm too busy, I'm frustrated, I'm depressed. And, you know, God never said that we would be any of those things. He said we would be more than overcomers. So that means there is a way for you and I to win every hour of every day. So I just want to help us do that. I want to equip us well so we can say, yeah. Yeah, because we need each other, right? Yes. We need each other. We have got to stick together as women. So often I see uh, sometimes it can be division, you know, and or or competition or and God never meant for any of that. We need each other to grow. We really are stronger together. I mean, I am such a firm believer. Women need other women, you guys. Get the women around you. We need each other. Find a woman today and lift her up and encourage her in some incredible way. Sherry, you're so right. Burnout is super, especially in this season, right? When we thought we had a little break and you actually went back, burnout. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So, okay, Sherry, so tell me how important is it for you to have the right leaders? Tell us how important is it to have the right leaders around us? It will make or break us. And when we're looking for the right leaders, keep in mind, you're not looking for everyone that thinks and acts just like you. You're looking for people that add dimension and depth to your own leadership qualities. And you mentioned earlier about, you know, grabbing that woman, uh, you know, around you and including them. In order to do that effectively, we've got to be so secure in who we are that we can celebrate other people's talents. So when you're pulling in team members, if your strength is organization, then you don't need five or six people around you that are very orderly. You Mm -hmm. need someone that's creative. You need someone that is very people-driven. You're going to need someone that's really good with IT and technology. So, you know, you build a team that makes the whole picture, the whole organization, the whole ministry stronger. So I think having the right team members in place requires us first to take an honest look at ourselves. What are our strengths? Where do we need to be strengthened so that we can carry out the real call and purpose on our lives and on the ministry and in the workplace? So super important. Absolutely. I could be surrounded by a lot of Sherry's though. I just feel like that would be an awesome team. (laughs) I think people reject a lot of Esther's. Like they're like, we're overwhelmed all the time. This team makes us jittery. (laughs) 
energy is just too much. <laughs> Energetic Esther, you are a great addition to everything. <laughs> so Sherry, tell us, everyone who's listening, what are some misconceptions, like some common misconceptions that people have about leading in children's ministry? You have led in children's ministry for years. Please, this in, enlighten us. I know that you got a whole bunch of them in your pocket. <laughs> My goodness, I think I want to start with the most basic, which is when people enter children's ministry, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and wanting to change the world and all that is really great. I think the first common misconception is that so much of the time is spent with children. Yeah. When in reality, a small fraction of the time is spent with children, mm -hmm. you know, you have to be good at relationships with parents and with people that are on the staff and deacons and elders groups. There's an administrative component to children's ministry that is very strong. So if you're going in with, oh, I want to change the world, I have these great and creative ideas, and yet all of a sudden you're hit with a shoestring budget, you know, some realities have to factor in first, which is you get the vision of the lead pastor in the church and the direction it's going. You make sure that you do provide really great things to the kids, but you have that reality check of there are home visits and hospital visits, and there yeah. are times with parents and with people in the community, and it's a multifaceted job. I think that oftentimes when people talk about children's ministry, they fail to realize it is like running a small company. Yeah. Because it takes everything that a Fortune 500 company does to be successful. Mm -hmm. So we have to be prepared and organized and we have to understand the scope of what we're doing. Yeah. And then the other thing about leading in children's ministry, you need to be prepared to encourage yourself mm -hmm. because people may not always show up. Things will not always go the way that you hope they do. And so it's really important to know how to push on way beyond your feelings or uh, feedback from a particular service. Yeah, you can't be easily, you gotta have some thick skin. <laughs> yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Cherry, <laughs> I used to have this uh, prayer journal in my desk and, I, and there were times where I just needed to encourage myself. I needed to spend time with God and I did not have time to wait until I got at home and created this atmosphere, I would close my door and let the shades down in the office, pull it out, and I would just start praying and talking to God and playing worship music on my cell phone, and me and Jesus was just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and in some of my journals, it was two words only on some days, help me. <laughs> And God's like, I got you, Sherry. <laughs> he does. He does. He always does. And when you're watching, he has you too. Whatever you're going through, if you need some encouragement today, know this, that God has got your back. So Sherry, okay, I have another question for you. What would you tell, this is a fun one. What would you tell 30-year-old Sherry Chester about leadership that you know now but you didn't know at that age. <laughs> Ooh, what a loaded question. I would sit that girl down and I would say, you better get some things in check every day. <laughs> I, I, would, I would tell her it is super important for you to be reading 
and increasing in your knowledge every day, 20 to 30 minutes. You know, I would remind her that starting the day off after making her bed, because it only takes three minutes uh, to, to get in the word yeah. and, and to make sure that, you know, you don't start the day without really knowing uh, yeah. what the what the real purpose is. Yeah. I would talk to her about, regardless of what she was making, make sure that she was saving. Mm. I would also talk to her about self-care. Yeah. You know, don't put off the exercise. Yeah. Drink the extra water. I would also talk to her about taking a break morning, noon, and evening for about <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes just to enjoy life. I, I think the 30-year-old Sherry burned the candle at both ends and ran entirely too hard. Yeah. And, and I think that I would tell her, enjoy the journey. It does all get done. You just have to be really purposeful. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. Would that be like super weird, Sherry, for you? Like to think back when you were 30 and if you were able to go back in time and you showed up, <laughs> girl, get it together. <laughs> I was like, who are you and what are you telling me? I know. I hope that happens to me. Like it, I would be very pleased with how I looked when, you know, I get older. <laughs> Good job, Esther. Take care of yourself. That is so true because for me, I, that's exactly when it comes to working out, when it comes to drinking water, that's the first thing that falls off for me. It's just, I, I will sit here. I love the word. I will read the word. I will dig into it and I will be 500 pounds while I'm reading the word because I'm not working out. I'm not drinking water. I'm not having those dark green leafy vegetables like I should. So that is definitely something I would tell myself. And Esther, I think I would also tell the 30-year-old Sherry, you know, spend the three to four hours a day honing in on your craft. You know, mm -hmm. when we go to college and seminary and these various things or trade schools, we will spend the three to four hours it takes yep. to study. When you are passionate about something and you want to become an expert, and we know that's an average of 10,000 hours, I would tell that 30-year-old something, she better figure it out <laughs> and get to studying and hone in on that craft because I think the 30-year-old was afraid to admit what the real call of God was. And that's the other thing I would tell her, be bold, take the risk, you know, don't be concerned about stepping out because no one wants to live a life of regrets. I would tell that girl to take a risk. I would tell her to go skydiving. <laughs> I love it. Jump off the, um, Sherry, you are so, so right. I mean, just, just live a life of no regrets and jump off the cliff and be around people who will push you off. <laughs> yes. Just in case you can't jump, you do need someone that can push. A gentle shove is always nice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, Sherry, tell us how we can follow you on social media. You're in this big transition. You you move. You you have literally moved. You are in front of a different house right now. You are not in front of a different house. Uh, and interestingly enough, this is uh, week three of uh, uh, living with my oldest daughter and uh, husband and their wonderful children. And 
truthfully uh, back in June, I heard, you know, the gentle voice yeah. uh, inside, you know, the Holy Spirit saying, follow me to Tennessee. And I was like, oh, I will not question God, but I need to ask God some questions. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, over the course of time, put my house on the market, sold it, ha have come here. And there again, it's one of those cases where, you know, we step out. We yeah. take the bold moves, even when we don't have all the answers. So, yeah. um, you know, we're working on following him every day. So to follow me on social media, um, yesterday, actually on Sherry with a Y hyphen Chester.com, there's a blog post about, you know, the seven traits of bravery. Mm -hmm. So go check that out. It's really good. You can follow me on Facebook at Sherry Lynn Chester and go check out today's interview with Yancey. It is really great. The girl is a rock star and we talked about women need to celebrate other women. And so, you know, I'm honoring Yancey today because she's spent years in the, uh, in the ministry and boy, she's a wild child for God. She can sing and rock it out and dress like no other. Yeah. So <laughs> I find that to be really cool. And then uh, tomorrow's blog post. Oh, women, if you're listening, uh, go check it out at mm -hmm. sherryhoppinchester.com because it's a letter to women in leadership. I've wow. sat down and I've written this letter one-on-one -on -one just to encourage us to be strong. Mm -hmm. And also at that same website, you can find all the social media links too. Oh, it's so awesome. Hey, you guys, if you are watching, whether you're watching now, you watch later, and you are looking for an incredible strong woman to follow in the ministry, you, Sherry Chester is it. Make sure that you are following her. Sherry, thank you so much for hanging out. I love when I get to hang out with you. And now you're closer to me. So I might just end up showing up. <laughs> that road runs both ways and I hope to see you soon too. I love it. I love it. Hey, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us today at the Daily Coffee Chat and we will see you tomorrow. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.